0: Sign up today on the RMM-TV podcast. Father, we just thank you that we're able to come before you like this in the infinity center where you can touch us, where you can reach us, where you can refresh us, where you can renew us. Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise as we stand, as we sit, as we relax in your presence and again Enjoy the word of the Lord as you challenge us to see into the supernatural. Yes, my friend, the theme, I'm continuing the theme on seeing into the supernatural. You know, we started off with laying aside, taking inventory of what it is that weighs you down, what it is that stops you from stepping into that fullness and full awareness of who God is and what he is doing in and through you right now. And so as we step again into seeing into the supernatural, let me know how you've been impacted by the word. Let me know how you've been receiving, what, what new and refreshing or what new breakthrough you have had in this time. You know, as we look at, again, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7, For we walk by faith, not by sight we are confident i say and willing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord and as we grasp and take a hold of what it is that we have to look away from and what it, and who it is we have to look to that's so good who we have to what we have to look away from and who we have to look at fully in the face and coming alive you know faith is a substance of things hoped for, it is the evidence of things that are not seen. And to grasp the fullness of faith, you have to have the seeing eye and the hearing ear of the supernatural, understanding the concept of the supernatural. And we talked last week about conceptualization, Action or process of forming a concept or idea of something and then you experience it beyond your norm. It is not um, a natural, or I want to say construct of things. It is completely out of the box. Conceptualization is completely out of the box. It's when you see by faith. This thing, oh, faith is the of things hopeful. You're seeing the invisible. Uh, I want to say for some of you, it is the most unlikely concept. It's the most unlikely reference that you have because it doesn't match up to anything in your norm. Can we go for a minute and talk about Abraham? We love talking about Abraham, the father of faith, but I also love talking about Sarai. You cannot have the story of Abraham without the story of Sarai. Barren, you know, before marriage not in marriage, barren before marriage. And yet God spoke to both her and Abraham. He told Abraham his name would be great. And he told Sarah out of her womb wouldn't just be born a son, but be born a nation. A whole generation is going to come from a barren woman. Can you conceive that? Can you conceptualize that? Can you process that? It is beyond the natural fathom of our understanding, and yet it is God. I like that. Somebody's going to type that in. Beyond a natural fathoming of our understanding. It's beyond our reasoning. It's, it overrides doubt because everything about that statement about Abraham and Sarah is full of doubt, fear, unbelief, unknown, and yet, it's God. And yet, it is God. So when you understand that to be in this position, to be encapsulated, or oh, to be covered by, uh, I don't want to say surrounded, I'm going to say covered by, overshadowed, that's such a good word and such a good visual, overshadowed by the supernatural, then all you can see is, is the supernatural. And for some of you, the challenge is coming out of your environment of negativity, that church of negativity, the family, the friends, the workplace of negativity. You uh, you can be in it, but not of it because of what God is doing in and through your life. That change takes place uh, because you're moving from hope. Oh, can we talk about that? Hope is something futuristic. I'm, I'm hoping for a better outcome. I'm, I'm hoping for um, things to move in the direction that I am so anxiously, sometimes patiently, the majority of the time relentlessly waiting upon. But while I'm hoping, faith gives me the ability to see the evidence of it before it becomes a reality to me. Oh, that that will preach right there. Faith gives me the ability to know the outcome, the full outcome, before it becomes um, tangible in the environment I walk in. When we talk about trust, trust, you trust in something, when you have a relationship with, you trust in someone when you have a relationship with them. And trusting doesn't take sight, it doesn't take faith, it takes an unknown what's what I'm looking for? I, I don't want to say plausibility, but it takes uh, confidence. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It takes confidence, a thing that you cannot explain, but you're just confident in. I trust in my husband. I trust in my children. I trust in my staff. I trust in my team. Come on. You get in your car, you trust your car is going to take you to where you need to go. Those of you that that travel, you, you get to the airport, you trust when you sit on that plane. You have a confidence that they've done all the mechanical things they've, they've uh, done all the going over, all the procedures, that's the word I was looking for. They've gone through all the procedures that need to be in place. They are in place and things are ready to go. You trust, you have a confidence in. But when it comes to the realm of the supernatural, trust is just a small stepping stone. Hope is just a small stepping stone. Faith is the hook that that reels you, reels you into the realm of the unknown. Faith is the uh, the the mechanism that helps you. I, I, I don't know a better way to say it. The mechanism that helps you have confidence that you are able to defend. Oh, God gave me that revelation a few months ago. Faith, the ability to defend. What I can't see, what is not yet evident in the natural. That's the uh, the physicality of knowing what the supernatural and, and not only what the supernatural, but who is of the supernatural. That element of God, that that surpasses your reasoning, that surpasses your education, your intellectualism, that surpasses you trying to um, waver and reason out how to believe it. It is just so. I am so thankful that in these, in this journey of faith that, that we have been in and still on. I'm grateful that there have been times where, oh my gosh, my faith wavered. I can tell you of instances where today it's, yes, God, I believe you. I trust you. And tomorrow it's, okay, I'm really not sure because it hasn't really happened yet. And I'm sure many of you have walked through that experience. Today your faith is high, Bashandara, you cast out devils. You bind up principalities and powers. You bind up that lying spirit. And tomorrow, you are pacified. You are thinking, was I too harsh? But when you know that you know there's no longer a wavering, when wavering starts to come, when doubt starts to come at you, there is this force field, it feels like, that stands up within you and you resist. You tell it to back away, because you're holding on to, you will quote scripture, you will quote the vision again, oh hallelujah, you will quote, oh hear me somebody, you will quote what your victory looks like, oh you are testifying of the things that are to come, you, that's so good somebody needs to write that in, you will testify to the evidence that you are believing for, you will testify to the victory, and what the victory looks like come on nobody can come against you when you can truly verbalize when you can stand with not only confidence but conviction oh come on and speak what god has shown you oh that that seen realm of faith i Sometimes when you talk to people, especially in what we do in conferences, and you tell them, what are you expecting? The message that you are bringing, what are you you expecting? Because if you just preach without expecting a result, then it's just speaking. But when that supernatural element comes into who you are and what you do, when that supernatural natural element abides within you and uh, you're in an environment whether it is a get hostile against you or for you, you know that the word of Power is in your mouth to not only to decree, but to declare and to clear the way. Oh, come on. That's so good. Not only to decree, type it in somebody, but to clear the way for others to receive out of the atmosphere that you are walking in. Not aspiring in, that you are walking in. Seeing in the supernatural is like having uh, Elijah's, Servant, when they are surrounded on the hills, all around them is is the enemy's army, the king's army. And uh, Elijah says to his servant, who's afraid, Oh my gosh, you've done it again. You've got us into trouble. And he says, There are more with us than against us. You could just hear that calm confidence. He's not bellowing it out. It's calm confidence that the that the Lord just, just give me the visual of there are more with us than against us. And it's so like some of you right now that are doubting God, you're saying, But I can see the enemy. I can see how strong, how big they are, I can see their weapon of warfare, the the the, the uh The features of death and rampage uh, is against me, that that face that is looking at me says death and rampage. They don't just want to kill me, but they want to render me powerless. They want to see me writhe in pain and in agony. And he just says, there are more with us than against us. How can you say that in the face of destruction? How can you say that in the face of defeat because there is a realm that you can see into that gives you the confidence to know that you are dis- that you are, that you will decree oh, am go that you will decree the end into your now. You will decree the victory that you are seeing. You will declare that in your now. And even if it doesn't happen right here and now, you know that's what's coming for you. You know that's the success that you'll be walking in. You know those are the things that you will possess and that you will handle. And people will say, but God, on your behalf. Come on, somebody. When you have that seeing eye, you are, you will understand, as Paul said—you will call things to be that are not as though they are. What do you see that is your not, but you see that is your to-be? Oh, that's so good. What do you see that is your not? This is not for you. People will tell you this is not for you. Uh, Your business self-employed, this is not for you. To prosper in the midst of a down economy, this is not for you. To go to college when your family doesn't have money, this is not for you. But you've already seen yourself walking across the stage and you haven't even committed to one class yet. Come on. One is that that is seeing into the realm that where God shows you who you are. You're seeing into the supernatural. As I said to you, the supernatural is not a mystery. The supernatural is not defined by things that you can comprehend. It's not defined by your education. It's not defined by um, how limited or how less of a of a person you think you measure up to everyone around you. Paul said when it talks about Sarai, he says her womb was considered dead. I said that to you. She was already barren. And for, for a moment, God gave Abraham a promise that in his natural had no reference of being successful. But I want to tell you the challenge is always what do you see of yourself in your natural, and what do you see of God in that makes you supernatural? What do you see of yourself? What's the inventory? What's the weight that you need to lay aside that defines you as subpar, as below what is, what is acceptable, and yet at the same time that you think of yourself subpar. God sees you totally in, out of the sphere of defeat that you are currently in. Oh, I'm going to say it to you again, out of the sphere of defeat, the realm of defeat, the the peers that you walk with, not only your friends, but but who you call your equal. God is cutting that slowly off of you so that the confidence can match the character and the character can match the call. Oh my gosh, what a word for somebody right now. The challenge that you walk in is how can God transform what I conceive, the idea, the conceptuality of who I am to the completeness of who I am becoming in him. How do I change that factor? Oh my gosh. There are a person who believed for a promise, but they read the promise as small. I remember seeing just recently a friend of mine post, uh, Sarah was believing for a child, but, but God wanted to birth a nation. Oh, sometimes we dream too small. We think too small. Uh, Gideon, uh, oh I was challenged just by this just the other day Gideon um sat and tried tried to remember all the miracles he'd heard. He's now a generation that's 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 past um Canaan that's that's past. Um, Coming into Canaan, then he's he's a different generation from those that left Egypt, that came into Canaan. And he'd heard all the great things that this God that they served had done. He'd heard the oral stories and stories and stories. But he sat and he wondered, is this God still able to do what I've heard about is he still the god of miracles or is he just an an historic god and for some of you that are struggling with what god has said and what god is saying you're struggling could this still be for me is this is this supernatural still for me is what i'm walking through can can god change it i tell you a resounding yes cuz just like gideon god is going to remind you that you are not by yourself you are not who's Father, natural father, uh, you are from. But you are from the God who supplies all of your needs. The God who gives you the identity. Come on, somebody, as a new creation, as a new creation. Oh, hallelujah. You've been adopted, you've been engrafted into this this family called the family of God. You are not just sons and and siblings to your brothers and and your sisters, but you are of the joint heir of Jesus Christ. What a transformation of renewing of mind when you accept that fullness of seeing into the supernatural, seeing what God can do in and through you, the understanding of who you are. Romans 12 verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Where does it start? Where every warfare starts in every person's life? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You cannot live in the presence and glory of God in a in a confined state. Because when you live in the presence and the glory of God, it requires a transformation of your mindset. When you begin to see into the supernatural, Hebrews 11 verse 1, come on, come on, come on, come on. Now faith is when that mind is transformed, there is immediate shift and there is a new now. Now faith is. When you receive Jesus, those of you that are new to us and and you've just found us and you've just got saved and you're like, what are they talking about? When you receive Christ, there is a new now. There is a transformation and in you now, the things that you hope for that would just worldly begin to dissipate. You begin to hope for greater. You, when you start to praise, as simple as your prayer is, there's a transformation that takes place. And you begin to pray for bigger things. The more mature you get in God, you're praying for greater things. The more mature you get in God, you're praying on the core of God on your life, you're praying on the destiny of God in your life, Oh, come on. the call of God on your life and the destiny that's in your life, you begin to pray and find purpose and in that praying and finding purpose, God begins to enlarge your capacity. Capacity to dream and experience the greatness of who he is. He is. Can I affirm and introduce God against you? He is God Almighty, God all by Himself that needs no one to affirm who he is, because he is God, and he likes to introduce himself. Whether it's the I am, whether it's the Shekinah, the fullness of his presence, but he likes to. Live let you know that once you've experienced him, you begin to see into who he is. Oh, hallelujah. How do you become conformed? You change. Conformation is change. Being conformed into something is like a mother experiencing her womb expand. There is a child another human being being formed in her womb they're taking on uh, not only eyes and ears and organs but as it's birth you you begin to see personality there's a conforming taking place there's a shaping of who they are to be even in the crying you they know how to to move you and then they learn oh my gosh like they come out the womb knowing who you are they learn how to move you they learn how to transform you. Oh, glory be to God. God wants you to be conformed into his image, to be transformed from your old thinking, from your old mindset into the fullness of who he is. He wants you to be renewed, to be renovated. Oh, means to be updated. You've had us talk about that. To be renovated uh, in this confirmation time of, of God in you. He renovates you. He doesn't uh, cut out all that you were. He updates He gives you uh, compassion where you've been hard. He gives you hope where you've been hopeless. Oh, he gives you vision where you've been blind. Come on, somebody. He gives you depth of understanding when you've lacked who you are. There is that conforming to who he says you are. Jesus updated the law, upgraded the law, because he removed the curse of of the Old Testament. He removed the curse of Adam. I'm telling you, as God is challenging you to see into who he is making you to be, as God is challenging you to hear again who he says you are, I pray that your ear uh, will open up to hear him in the fullness of as he's speaking to you in this season. What a season that we are stepping into. I love when the seasons change. He's causing us to experience and expect, not experience. He was causing us to expect the greater in this in this time of feast times, in these days that are leading up to the holy days, the high holy days, and to see again the realms of God open up to us. Don't get stuck. In what God has done, celebrate it. But don't get stuck. Don't keep repeating history. What God used to do, what God has done. Start confessing the things that God is doing, what He wants to release over you and through you in this season. I keep challenging people um, in in my time online. Some of you just say, "I'm blessed," you know, "I'm blessed and not stressed." Come on, but I'm challenging you. When you are blessed, be the blessing. That was the whole purpose of Abraham. Everywhere he went, he extended uh, his wealth by adding to other people. Uh, He extended his wealth. People waited for him to come into a dry place because when he came, it will be now an oasis. I pray that people are waiting on you. You're saying you're blessed. People are waiting on you to extend that being blessed to being a blessing. And what a season that we are in. See into the supernatural. See into the grace that takes you beyond the norms of this world, the understandings of this world. fullness of God. You know, my friend, I challenge you as you're listening right here on the Infinity Center, as you're typing in, as you're responding, I challenge you to see with eyes of faith. I challenge you to see beyond reasoning, beyond human comprehension of what it is that is around you and see with the eyes of faith and begin to start speaking into the things that God is shifting. Some of you are in that place of shifting and saying, oh Lord, move this far from me. And God says, "I'm, I'm putting you in this place of shift. You, for some of you, you are the shift. You are the standard. You are the the, the breaker of the old. You are the sword that cuts and divides. And you're saying, Lord, I, I don't want this. And God is saying to see, for some people to see the supernatural, you have to be the hammer. You have to be the sword. For people, you want to see into the supernatural, God wants you to be the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The conduit that opens up the supernatural in the very sphere of influence, in the very environment, in the world that you are in. Young people I challenge you to be that breaker of the old and a breaker of what is stagnant against God. The breaker of what man says uh, cannot be God. Let God use you in this season to be the eyes that open people's understanding to see and experience God experience the supernatural it is not mystic it is not out there in in Google land it is a reality it is a life force that is within you normal in you the way you pray the way you speak the way you receive people the supernatural ability of God, when you can love the unlovable, when you can speak hope to the hopeless, it is an evidence, it is evidence of that supernatural gift and that supernatural realm. I speak into you right now in the name of Jesus that you will defy man's reasoning and man's thinking because of the wisdom that God has put upon you. The speaking of faith With to people, so they can understand, they can relate, and want to receive. I pray that God provokes you to make people hungry for what you are carrying on your life. You are the answer they are seeking, you are the solution. I speak to you, I've been speaking over this generation to be the generation of solutions where there's a problem, they can rely on you to be the solution, no matter how difficult it is. You just moment and let God download into you let you go to the right place to research let you become the source oh my goodness let you become the the key that oh, that unlocks the problem in the name of Jesus where they're looking for it and there's nothing out there yet let you 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 become the answer in the name of Jesus be be the solution uh, for your generation, and that's not just for young people, that's, that's for some of you that are mature in this walk and say, how am I relevant in this day? Be the solution that they are looking for. Be the wisdom that they need. Let them see the supernatural in you that is so natural to you. Oh, that's a good word. Let them see the supernatural In you because that is natural to you. God bless you and thank you again for being part of the Infinity Center. We love how you share us. We love how you respond to us. We love that you are clicking and sharing. And for those of you that are brand new to us, when you subscribe, there is a button there that says notification that every time that we go live on YouTube, you can be receiving from us in that moment. It's not a replay. It is live right there on any device that you have. And even those of you that watch us in your home, I thank you for being part of this wonderful gift that God has given to you called the Infinity Center. We have our um, conference coming up, the Infinity Conference Momentum. And so registration, as you know, is open. So please sign up. Those of you that are brand new, that has never, never attended an Infinity Conference before, this is a time to do it. Because we've been talking about, we've been building up and building to the momentum that will climax at the Infinity Conference. We bless you. We love you. Keep watching what we do. You know we have a podcast. You know we have our Kosher Kitchen. Those of you that are experiencing our Kosher Kitchen, keep sending us your pictures. You know that we are using them and we love you dearly. Thank you. Don't forget, I want to encourage you in all that you do. Help support what we do and you can do that by giving on at any of our places digitally to give on the website. It's right there on the screen for you to give into the Infinity Center and into RMM. You know this is good ground and you know you're receiving revelation that not only changes you but transforms you and conform you to the supernatural. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, family. I'm excited to tell you that tickets go on sale for the Infinity Conference September the 1st at midnight. You want to get in because we have limited seats and for the first time we have VIP tickets for the Kosher Kitchen Experience. Go now and register and I'll see you in Dallas for the Infinity Conference. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.